0: The following program has been pre-recorded on this episode of belonging the show for young Catholic adults so you can better get to know your host we let father Javon turn the tables and interview Zach I'm a country singer y'all in my family's country theater and so we do country shows like 200 nights a year and we learn a little bit about father Javon too
1: when I was in Brazil I had a, a radio show daily radio show for youth. a meet your hosts episode of belonging
0: next
2: This program is made possible by the generous donations of Jeannie and Bill School, members of Christ the King Parish in Nashville, and by a grant from the Cook Foundation. Take advantage of the many opportunities for young people in the Nashville Diocese to connect and find belonging. Like University Catholic, a community of college-age students who are serious about their faith and unite in fellowship and friendship to deepen their personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Go to universitycatholic.org to find out more. You can also connect with young Catholics like you by attending events like Summit Music City. It's a night of music followed by adoration and reconciliation. It's free and open to young people of all faiths. Go to soundscatholic.com. To find the right young Catholic connection for you, call the Catholic Youth Office of the Diocese of Nashville, 615-645-9762.
0: Hello and welcome to Belonging on Nashville Catholic Radio. Belonging is a place where young adults can find connection rest and encouragement on their journey with Jesus Christ. And each day we have a different guest uh, detailing the different parts of life uh, as a young adult in your 20s and 30s, whether it be relationships or finances, so we have different guests come in. But I think we're doing something a little different this time. Yes,
1: we are. And we want to do something. So Zach, tell us about you.
0: Tell us me. So my name is Zach Jansen. Uh, it's been a pleasure hosting this show with Father Jervon. I, I still remember right. that first day when we started to send emails to each other and said, hey, we have this idea. Yeah. So so long ago. Yeah. It was like- um, Pre-COVID. That, yeah. Yeah. And we were uh, the first one, I'm trying to think, we recorded over Zoom. I yes, <laughs> we do. The first one's like, well, the quality was not that good. Isn't that wild to think about? And now we're here uh, in studio at the, at the Pastoral Center in Nashville. But it really started as an idea. Yeah. I'll never forget. Uh, so I, I sing, for those of you who don't know, I, I finished at Belmont. So I'm a I'm a country singer, y'all. And uh, so I sing country music at a theater here in Nashville, but we've been closed with the vibe we can to entertain the crowds. And uh, people at, I go to church at Early LA of the Lake in Hendersonville, and these old Knights of Columbus guys were like, what do you really want to do, Zach? And I, I listen to sports talk radio all the time. It was funny we were talking with the bishop how he turns his off. Are you a radio guy or what? What do you? What are your thoughts? Are you a little bit,
1: a little bit. Yeah, I'm more like a radio. Yeah, I mean, whenever I'm on the car, the radio is
0: always on. Yeah, I don't know. Some I love sports talk. I don't, it always intrigued me how they just talk for a living. I don't know for four hours. That's gonna be a hard life to work for four hours a day Ugh, and go home. That stinks. But no, I I remember reaching out to radio stations here in Nashville. And then I found the contact box for this one and it. Was it John Bosio? John Bosio. John Bosio. Yeah. Uh, he replied to me with, with his nice Italian accent. And uh, he said, There's nothing really for you right now if, if you want. And then he, one day he just emailed me and said, Would you want to do something for young adults to, to, to talk about life? I, I immediately thought of you. So I'm glad <laughs> I, I got to know you at University Catholic. Just to provide insight, I don't know, and and thoughts too, and keep the conversation going. I don't. Have you enjoyed it? Too? I mean, because you've I, been a yes, radio. Yes, right?
1: yes, I When I was in Brazil, I had a, a radio show, daily radio show for youth. Yeah, I enjoy it. Well, just, how did that
0: come about for you? Is that like?
1: Well, I, I'm interviewing well, you yeah, today. Hello, come I'm on. <laughs> that was totally subconscious. <laughs> but it was good. I was I was part of this community, and they had this you know this show for, and then I w- actually went through the whole. There's a whole. About a year process of classes and everything. So I did a course in Brazil and I became a, you know, a radio person.
0: That's what I kind of wish I went to school for. I don't know. I was studying music and voice at Belmont, which every day I second guessed it because, you know, family reunions were the worst because all your cousins would come in with their engineering degrees and science or whatever, English. And uh, I'd say, oh, I'm doing this. Or I got a job at at an office or at a factory. I say, what are you doing, Zach? And it's like, I I enjoy singing for my major. It's kind of because it seems I don't know. It seems kind of empty, and every day I asked that in class too. I'd raise my hand. I'd say, I, I guess if it was a bad day, I'd say, you know, what are we going to do with this? So you from Hendersonville? Yes. Right? Yeah. Grew up so
1: here. how was your parish life before? T- tell a little bit about yeah. about
0: you. So I was really fortunate. Uh, my parents moved here in the 70s. Uh, my dad's a drummer. My mom's a singer. So okay. my dad played drums for Tammy Wynette. He was a, he played he, all over when he was 18 years old. He left town. So they came to town in the 70s. Uh, they've been here forever. So I had the benefit of growing up right across the street from our Lake in Hendersonville. Okay. I would literally walked to church every Sunday morning, and then people would call our home phone saying, I almost hit your son on the, on the traffic. <laughs> and I'd show up in shorts and a T-shirt real sweaty uh but that changed my life yeah my dad was the groundskeeper at church and so he helped he built baseball fields and we'd all, we don't we were, were the only church we're the only church in a diocese with a john deere tractor and a hay baler oh look at that and so we still bail hundreds of bales every year but it changed my life yeah growing up across the street from church um and then being my parents were part of the music there and uh i'll never forget what really changed it was being active in it in a I'll never forget the day. I guess everybody in Nashville knows Jimmy Mitchell, who yes. just moved to Tampa, by the way, right? For one year, yes. Um, but I'll never forget the day he came. I think I was in sixth or seventh grade when he came to start Fraternus. Mm-hmm. And I think that that really changed the start of from boyhood to, to, to man up. So what is Fraternus? Man. So Fraternus is a virtue-based brotherhood. Uh, I learned that well, but it absolutely changed my life. Every week now, uh, you meet you meet with uh, grades from six to twelve. Uh, and you focus on a different virtue each week, faith, hope, and love, temperance, fortitude, justice, and prudence. Bam, that paid off. (laughs) Um, But it was really life-changing. Yeah, I don't know, to to put aside your childish ways, you know, like all the video games or whatever you're wasting your time on, uh, to really be a man about your faith, I don't know, to pursue virtue. As a sixth grader, that's kind of foreign to some of them. What what, what are they going to do picking their nose as a 10-year-old? But when you get in those late teenage years, late high school, it really—I don't know—it changed my life. I don't know, walking across the street and and meeting with brothers. I don't know, to to grow up. I don't know to, to say like there was a time to be, to be a child, and there still is when you're an adult, I guess. But to, I don't know to really just to grow in responsibility. I think
1: it's the foundations, right? Uh, you know, sometimes I see parents. And, oh, my well, uh, my son and my daughter doesn't want to go to church. What I just you make them go. <laughs> yeah. You know what is what happened if they say I don't want to go to school? Wow, well, they have to have an option. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like we are, you know, responsible to, you know, set that foundation.
0: Hmm. So. And I, I went to public school my whole life too, and I'll never forget uh, the day I was finally going to Pope John Paul II High School. It's at Hendersonville, that private Catholic school. I thought my life was going to end. All my friends were going to the big public schools. I would fun. never make friends again. I, I hate you. I thought you would? Yes. <laughs> and, of course, you know you're dead wrong. Yeah. And it's just uh, couldn't have been more of a blessing to be part of a, a school like that. Very intentional. And, and that's the lie, too. I, if anything, I kept more in touch with the friends that went to different schools. And, if anything, they probably were jealous because they said they didn't get as much attention at all uh-huh. being in a different high school. Um, so
1: you got, you know the- – Evolving parish life, and then you yeah. went to Pope J.P. Chu, yeah. and then what?
0: So I was an, always an athlete, too, always playing football, basketball, and baseball uh, through school, and continued that in high school as well. Uh, I didn't start singing until I was about 16 or 17, though. I, started, I sing country music, but singing's for girls, so I never did it, uh-huh. growing up until I finally had to be forced to as my arts in, in high school. And so I kept singing and enjoying that, and finally sang uh, some Josh Turner. And at my parents, my parents own a country theater in Nashville. We do shows, kind of a lot. Um, but as high school ended, yeah, I thought I started thinking about what I wanted to do. I was already mowing grass all day, and I was singing nightly at my parents' theater. So I knew I wanted to stay close. Uh, but I remember deciding on a local school. I saw Belmont had a great education but do you remember aquinas college did you, yes. ever, did you ever go there at all or, no or? I, I never went there but really? yeah i remember they Is
1: actually she exists it's just like yeah that. but yeah
0: beautiful adoration chapel and a beautiful catholic community mm-hmm. uh, but i remember seeing them with with and of course they didn't have music at all but I, yeah, I remember seeing that school i remember the night came when i had to decide it was like late before midnight where i had to uh, choose between belmont and aquinas and i thought you know what, I'll I'll just try Aquinas and stick with my fix. I I didn't know I loved Catholic school so much. Uh Uh, So so I remember trying that and going out there. And ironically, Aquinas, I think, was smaller than JP2, which is pretty funny to think about. Oh, yes. But beautiful Catholic community. So you
1: actually went to Aquinas? I ended up going to Aquinas Aquinas
0: College. uh, And I'm about to get there. I went there for a hot minute. But it was was all very intentional. Um, We stayed at the hospital at St. Thomas West. I'll never forget.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, the garage. So (laughs) I lived in in the
0: garage hospital and ate with the doctors and nurses every day. (laughs) In the uh, in the <laughs> hospital, and they had a be- they have a beautiful church there. I don't know who the priest is. He's Father John Raphael. Yes. Yes. Gosh, that was the best. I don't know. I th- I never thought I'd go to enjoying going to a hospital a church. for mass. Yeah. 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 And then of course it was like being a part of daily mass there. That was like the cool thing to do. Like if uh-huh. you weren't there, there was nothing going on. The whole school went to mass every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was so hip. But yeah, I remember being there studying. Business, I guess. Oh, okay. uh, That's that's it's either business or nursing. Uh, But I remember going through the motions there. Yeah, even I think it was so fast. It was by October. Uh, A best friend of mine. I guess I'll give a shout out to J V. Jonathan. I shouldn't give his name, maybe. But I I was a great friend of mine. He went to JP two as well. And I just sat there and I thought, I don't know if I can keep doing this. I'm if I just don't enjoy what I'm doing, maybe I should switch. And he was like, you know what, if that's what you want to do, you should do it. And then uh, that after one semester, I switched to Belmont and and still kind of second-guessed it because uh, I definitely loved where I was studying. And then every other day, I think, you know, well, what am I going to do with this? Uh, but I think that's that's the totally wrong way to think about not only school but life. I, that's a very pessimistic view is what I found out is what am I going to do because – I feel like once you accomplish something, when you get it, you're never done. Like once you get your, once you find the right major, once you get your degree, once you finally get that job, it's like, well then what? Or once you get your house, it's then what? You're never like going to be satisfied. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And it's interesting you saying that because I, before I entered the seminary, I got a degree in tourism. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh so, my gosh. And I was like, talk after this, yeah, though. I was like, what am I? And, and then I was like, you know, I'm never going to use this again. You know, like I said, I'm going to be a priest. So I was so disappointed. And then like one day I was, you know, praying about it. I was like, Jesus called the apostles to be fishers of men. Wow. They were fishers. I was like, what the heck? You know, like I was like, what the heck is going to? And it's funny because in my priesthood, I use everything that I learned from, you know, from tourism daily, you know, organizing events, organizing people. You know, I remember one day, we were, of, we, I, was a, I was a chap at Father Ryan, and we were coming back from a cruise with the band, and it was one of the ice storms, I think it was like fourteen of 2015.
0: I remember falling. it was bad, yeah.
1: Anyway, we were coming back from New Orleans, you know, got in the two buses, and then the industry was closed, so we left the industry like in Columbia, Tennessee, so like a couple of minutes from Nashville, but the yeah. industry was closed, and... You know, we just had to leave because it was not safe to drive. So we left, and we spent a night in this hotel. And you know, the guy, the, the manager, was like, "Okay, it's like you know, one hundred fifty dollars rooms." And it's like, "Okay, let's talk about this." Your hotel is completely closed yeah. because nobody's gonna get here. I have two buses of kids that need to stay in this hotel. Let's, and he looked at me. He's like, "Okay." So we kind of. Made a deal, wow, you know, like, yeah. so the hotel ended up being full for that night and everything. But I was like, and then I was like, you know, when we finished all that stuff, I got to my room, and I was, it was like, I only was able to do that kind of stuff because I had that background in my life. Whatever we have, whatever we learn in our lives, whatever, and I think even the hard experience that we have, help us to go back and say, I know how you feel. Wow. You know, like we were just talking, Get to a point in I was like, what am I going to do with this? or How, what, how is this going to help me to be a better version of myself? Hmm. And I think we have to always, allow ourselves to experience that and say, yes, this can be something that's going to help. Gosh,
0: that's, that's pretty reassuring. Thank you to think that nothing in your life is, quote, unquote, like useless. Like, yeah. oh, what I did those four years or even one year of my life, it's not going to go to waste. I don't know. Thank you. I think I needed to hear that right now. <laughs> yeah, like, because. You yeah. think, What am I going to use? But it, even if it's just like something like a, a hotel bus with kids. Yeah. Or whatever, skate or food. Yeah. Somehow it comes, it comes
1: back to you, I guess. Anything that happened in our life, you have to go back to that. What did I learn from that? Hmm. How did that? And then sometimes it's something that is stupid, you know? Maybe mm-hmm. you were drunk and driving. And it's like, don't do that. It's bad. Yeah. What did I learn from that? I was stupid. You yeah. <laughs> know, that, that was a stupid thing to do. I remember this guy that I, we went to a mission trip one time and he has a day tattoo on his arm. And I was like, what the heck is that? He's like, well, this day, it was the day that I did the most stupid thing I ever did in my life. <laughs> I was like, okay. And I said, why do you have a tattoo of that day? And he said, so I can remember and never do that again. Wow. So I can remember don't do anything stupid again. So I was like, that's one way to think, you know? <laughs> but like,
0: what do I learn from that? It's not worth worrying over something that happened yesterday because there's nothing You can change. There's nothing you can do about it. I think going can be a music uh, song.
1: Yeah. Come on, come on, Zach. Or that's us like, work. This on.
0: day is all I have.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, I, so. I, I, I keep going if you want me <laughs> to finish. I keep going in life. Yeah,
0: so you went to, now you at Belmont. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I want to give like a, kind of a good testimony here so I, I i keep mentioning my family's country theater it's right across the street here right across the street here on 2416 Music Valley <laughs> Drive shameless plug but um so we would do country shows like 200 nights a year to i guess bus groups like your a coach bus you would take to, yeah. to with your kids from father ryan uh but people would come from all over like 200 nights a year um all over the US and all over Europe and Japan and Australia so it's kind of like reverse touring like we would be at the same place every night and um uh, it'd be a different crowd every night from all over. Um, so I think the beautiful, I, I, at first it was definitely a good place to practice singing. It's like an hour and a half country show and I would sing like 30 minutes. Uh, so de- it was definitely a good place to like work on that, like your skill set, you just learn it by doing. So you had your cowboy hat and everything? I had a cowboy hat. I got a sparkly jacket and, and boots and jeans. I need jeans. to see some picture Yeah, it's real. I, uh, I'm usually not that kind of guy, <laughs> but it's out there. I don't know, but the beautiful like witness to it was like for me, or my, my dad, so my dad, and- it's like a family-run business, so my dad and I are the bus boys. Uh we got family, my mom's the bartender, she makes a good drink, and afterwards, my dad and I vacuum and mop and sleep the floors while we watch football or something like mm-hmm. that. But the beautiful, like, witness to it that, she- that he showed me um, was, like, it was more about, like, the singing up there, it was that whole hour, hour- we sort of, like, a country buffet for him, so that whole hour and an hour and a half before it all starts, uh, we get to meet and pick up the plates of people from all over the world and get to know their story, where they're coming from. Because some of these people would walk in, they'd be on a bus for eight hours. You don't know how they're feeling. Uh, if someone in their family just died or if they're having a terrible day, I don't know. But Being able to like be a part of their lives for like four hours was was pretty incredible sometimes. They'd give you their their testimony, what they're going through. Uh, like I said, if somebody just died in their family, you have no idea. Because they're, they're people, I don't know. They're all people too. You know, there's like a stage between us. Um, but getting to know the people from all over the world and they give you a card or or their number or something and say, keep in touch. Um, we had a lot of Catholics come in what well, our coolest thing we did. We, we had a Catholic group come in from Chicago. They were Polish. And the next morning we celebrated mass on the stage. That is awesome. That was, it was actually really cool that day. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So it's, it's like a beautiful witness. So that's what I missed the most. We've been, it's, it's, uh, August now we've been closed for five months. Um, but I remember last Thanksgiving, it hit me because we were working like 200 nights a year and there was no signs of slowing down. It's always, in the fall right now, it'd be every night right now. And um, I remember Thanksgiving, it hit me. There was a good country song, just being thankful that I have the job to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a good realization for me, even, especially when everything was good, um, was to think, even though it all looks great now, I understand that tomorrow it could all change and all and be gone. And of course, never in a million years. And last year in 2019, never would have thought everything would have shut down, and you lose, lose all this work. Um, there is
1: a yeah. there is a saying that you know I don't know what saying it was, there's, but they say you know for priests, you know, celebrate this mass as if it was your first, only, and last mass. Oh my gosh. You know, because we were really excited in our first Mass. It's like, yes, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> one time I was at St. Philip and I was talking to the kids, you know, First Communion kids before they had received their First Communion. We had like a family Mass. And I said, guys, you know, like all the, all the superheroes super have some superpowers. They're like, yeah, yeah. Like, so what is Superman? It's like, oh, it's doing this. Like How about Spider-Man? You know, like uh, Wonder Woman. And they were like, oh, excellent. I said, like, you know what is my power? And they're like, no. What is it? I transformed bl- br- bread in Jesus. <laughs> they were like, oh, my God. It was like. <laughs> but, you know, if we really do everything that we do as is your first, only, and last. Hmm. Gosh. Because I I don't know when was the last show that you guys have yeah, before you have to close. It was in March, yeah. But can you imagine if you knew that that was gonna be the last show? How different would that be? For how much you? how much harder would you try? Yes, you know. And then like it's the first time, the excitement is like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to do this. The only one that you're gonna do,
0: yeah. And then the last one. Gosh, what a way to live life. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that's what my dad's way of thinking always taught me too. Kind of like what you're saying. I will live this day as if it's my last. And there is the phrase: "This hour is all I. This day is all I have, and these hours are now my eternity." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wow!" But even what you're saying, like, so that's why I'm taking it, Like, it's your first. Like it's your only one. Like, it's your last. And that goes with all your relationships, huh? In Everything.
1: Life. Can you imagine if you know whatever relationship? Yeah. This is the first time first time that I've seen this person.
0: Yeah.
1: This is the only time that I've seen this person. This is the last time. How how different will it be?
0: How much more like intentional yes. it, is, is it like
1: and I think that's the word intentionality. You know, how how and and I think God calls us to be intentional. You know, we never know. We never know. We Gosh. never know. I think that, you know, with COVID and everything, there was a bishop in Brazil who was fifty-seven years old, he died. <laughs> with COVID. You know, he got got COVID. Got sick, went to the hospital, died. You know, it's just like, whoa. We we can't control it,
0: that. It could happen to any of us. Yes, it's probably not, yes. I guess, but you never <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like, okay, I left here, got struck by a car. They're like, we don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know. But we you know, and I know there was a son John Bosco, somebody asked him, John, uh if you if you, you know, if they were playing soccer, if they orphans from the the orphanage that he worked on. He's like, if, you, if I tell you that Jesus is coming back in five minutes, what do you do? He's like, I'll keep playing soccer. Somebody was ready, you know. It's almost like, oh, my gosh, if I know that Jesus is coming back in five minutes, probably the confession line is going to be really big, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, oh, yeah. let me look my life and see what I have to change. And I, I was like, no, but always be ready. Always be ready, you know. Don't wait until tomorrow what we can do today. Do no, it.
0: You know? Why not act now? Yeah. But that's a that's a way to live, huh? When you when you can just like live peacefully, knowing that you're at least trying to do the right thing, as opposed to like that last five minute rule or whatever. When yeah, if everything were to change, I guess it is just a matter of like doing your best every day. You think? I I don't know. Like, even like with our interview with the bishop in the last episode, just. You know, just being clear, I don't know when you mean even when I'm talking to you now, like just to, I know I'm laid back and relaxed, but I don't know. I just just, just give a hundred give your best. I yeah. don't know. And if something works out, then great. And if it doesn't, then at least you know you gave it your all.
1: Yeah, one of the things I, I was listening to the other day at podcast and I think it was Father Mike Mitch, and he was saying yeah. that we are a generation they are discerning. Hmm. And we keep discerning, but we never decide.
0: Oh, my gosh. You <laughs> know,
1: sometimes we keep like, oh, yeah, I'm thinking about the priesthood and I've been discerning for the, four, the last four years. Dude, come on, do it. You know, yeah. God is calling you. And the only re- the only way you're going to see if it is what it is is not. It's going. Is if you do it. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, you're dating somebody. And like, oh, I, yes. I, I think that, you know, this person is – and, of course, we have to have discernment and everything, but, you know, like – why are you dating this girl for 20 years? Gosh. Do something. I you know you're wasting your time. Yes. If you're not. Do something. I mean, if you I mean it's never gonna be perfect. No. One of the things that I always tell guys uh, would you see your if this person and I said, Well, what are the things that make you nuts on this person? Like, uh, you know, give me a list. If you never change any of those things would you be way, willing to marry her and spend the rest of your life with her? Yes, do it. <laughs> do it, yeah. You know, do it. I mean, what are you waiting for? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Angel Gabriel is not going to appear to no. you and say, Zach, you know. <laughs> but I think we are in a, in a, in a, in a place that we discerning. And I, I think it's just like, it's good to discern, but they get to a point that you have to do it.
0: It's like a moderation to it. You can't yes. sit there and wait for like a year.
1: Yeah, I went a sign, you know, like, well, Jesus gave the sign. You know, like <laughs> the Pharisee was working for a sign, and they said, no other sign is going to be the sign of Jonah. Uh. Here it is. So,
0: but yeah. So you graduated from Belmont. Yeah, yeah. And so I kept uh, working. I became a homeowner too with rentals and stuff like that. So I that was, good. that's what my parents do, also on the side. So since we've been close since March, uh, I don't have like a set path in life I don't know that's the that's the beauty I don't ever go to sleep worrying at night um, like I said I, I was trying to be like specific with what I want to do like when I said somebody at church inspired me like what, what do you want to do and I thought well radio always sounds nice I remember reaching out I guess it was probably right when the virus started just thinking like well I've always wanted to just at least try radio I guess like you said with the discernment like if I sit there in my room every day like well I wonder what it would be like but it's such a blessing I don't know Let me just take a moment to be grateful the fact that I, I can even talk in a microphone and talk with you in this building um, but our, our theater has been been closed for a while uh, I do get to mow lawns during the great which, which is great work i always thankful for the for having a job to do um but I think that's my next step is just being more intentional with work uh, I'm, I'm blessed to be in a, a great relationship right now with a with a great girl and and, and moving forward in, in that and just seeing what God's put in my life um but I don't know, I learned to take things one day at a time. I guess like you're saying now, just to give it your best every day. Be intentional. And I guess like the bishop was saying in the last one, to kind of carry your cross and just to be a man about life. So I'll be twenty four in a couple of weeks here in August. Um I don't know. I'm happy, I'm grateful just to be talking here with you. So. Awesome, Zach. I think we are about it will be, we'll be about two. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you for, I don't know, thank you for talking to me. I don't know. It brings stuff about myself I don't even think about too often. Like
1: well, let see. me do the thank you so much, Zach, yeah. for being with us today. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a weird situation that, like, interviewing, like,
0: yeah. we were talking about
1: this, and, like, you know, the 11th episode. What are we going to do? Like, well, let's kind of switch a little bit and so yeah. people know a little bit more about you and yeah. everything. and And I think that we just, you know, well, Pope Francis said, we are a pilgrim church. Hmm. We are on our way. We are in our journey. And we are journeying together. So a lot of times it's like, I wanted to, you know, folks, I do not. I'm going to have a disclaimer. I do not have my act together. You know, I don't have my life together. I mean, that's why I hope I have to go to spirit direction. That's why I have to go to confession. So don't expect to have everything together. Hmm. I was reading the other day, you know, like if you can't go, where you need to go, at least go towards that goal, mm-hmm. you know. But I think the biggest goal that we have to understand is like our goal is to go to heaven. Wow. You know, if somebody asks, Zach, yeah. exactly what do you want to be? Holy, I want to be yeah. a saint. And if we understand this, the one day we can be in heaven looking God face to face. That's our goal in life. Mm-hmm. Whatever your ministry, whatever your vocation, your goal is in my goal is to be a saint mm. to be in heaven and that's just you know enjoying the journey there
0: man i like it <laughs> all right. should i close this off here yes no, i, no, think, I think it's thanks. i think it's time for that yeah so yeah thank you. I'll, I'll get back to you to <laughs> thank you for being thank you for the interview father okay well thank you all for listening i hope you get to find a little bit more about me here and just know that we're, we're being honest with you and we're we are we are who we are here so we're just here to help you guys grow and to help ourselves grow a little bit more ourselves thank you all for tuning in remember you can tune in at 100.5 fm wbod.org or by your smart speaker by saying play nashville catholic radio my name is zach jansen but thank you to everybody that makes this happen this is belonging on nashville catholic radio On the next belonging, the show for young Catholic adults, uh, Miss Joan Watson, who also works for the diocese, does a lot of. She does a little bit of everything, what so we're finding out.
2: So we do three minute theology for the diocese. One of the fifth grade teachers here in Nashville at St. Bernard's, they would watch the latest episode, and I went and talked to her class, and you would have thought that I was like a rock star. <laughs> how how like, many autographs? They are, were so I mean... excited. They requested what cardigan I would wear because their favorite one was the blue one, and so it was like the best day of my life. Thursday at eleven a.m. on WBOU. Nashville. Nashville Catholic Radio.